Welcome to a special automotive podcast by Capgemini. I'm your host, Carl Cully, and I'm delighted today to be joined by guests and automotive experts, Ronan Merle and Will DuPont. We'll be talking about the future of connected vehicles, focusing this time on the US and European markets. Uh, listeners may remember that the last episode, we were focusing on the China market, this market of great potential. So I'll ask our guests to introduce themselves. Uh, perhaps we could start with Rainer. Could you tell us about your role, please, Rainer? Thanks, Carl. Rainer Mehl, leading for Capgemini Invent, the manufacturing automotive and life science industry globally. My personal background since more than 20 years, I'm following automotive industry, have worked for clients all over in Europe, in China, and also in the US, and happy being with you. Well, it's great to have you on board. Will, could you introduce yourself and your role, please? Yes, Carl, and uh, and thanks for inviting me to participate in this podcast today. It's a very exciting topic. Uh, my name is Will Dupont. I'm a vice president at Capgemini Invent, and I am responsible for our work in the automotive segment in North America. Great. Well, it's it's wonderful to have you join us. Uh, perhaps we could start with a question for, for Reiner. Uh, the future car will be connected with its environment and communicate with diverse touch points from our daily life. It's projected in, in 2023 about a quarter of all cars on the road worldwide will be connected and most of them will drive in Europe at that time. But what are the technologies bringing about this, this great change? Yeah, let me start first with what is meant by connected vehicle. Our understanding is that vehicles are connected in six ways. So the connectivity to the infrastructure, to, to, the, to the surroundings, to traffic lights and so on, to service providers as the next one, service providers who are giving services within the car. Of course, to drivers and to the passengers within a car, to other vehicles, the vehicle to vehicle communication, to the home, to the smart home, where wished and needed, and of course, to the manufacturers, to the OEMs, and to the dealers, whenever maintenance assistance is needed. That's our understanding of the connected vehicle, and then being a little bit more lively before jumping into the technologies. So we are now in, a, in an era living uh, where some of the, the futures we have seen before uh, are now every day available. And this starts with some technologies like the first one, artificial intelligence. So AI applications and vehicles, we see them through cameras, through smart sensors, with in-car systems, and they transform the human-to-vehicle interaction in a notable manner. And they're making cars truly smart. Let's give me the example of um, someone is going to the airport and the car is offering, based on AI, do you need a parking space? at the airport and then if the person says yes you can interact also the entire mobile payment within the car so this is something where ai is really supporting the car of becoming smart and giving special experiences to the customers um, the second technology is, is is around blockchain this is vital for for many connected vehicles because it's boosting data security and reducing the risk of data manipulation. So two examples. One is a car CV, a proof record that will increase trust in used vehicles. That's, a, that's the first one, because you have the car CV, yeah, which 
makes it make it easy to trust the seller of a used car. The other one is, again, when you're in a payment situation within the car, an e-wallet combined with blockchain-enabled smart contracts is facilitating an automatic secure payment while you're driving. 5G is playing a critical role in creating an environment that will allow connected vehicles to engage with surrounding technologies to the degree required for that to be a success. In the United States, um, 5G commercial services um, are relatively advanced compared to the rest of the globe that uh, amongst uh, a number of different uh, desired outcomes is to push more spectrum and to also update the overall uh, infrastructure required for a 5G network across the country. Um, AT&T was the first telecommunications company to begin a 5G trial uh, that was in December of 2018. But in 2019, they've been followed by T-Mobile, Verizon, and Sprint. Um, Commercial services have already begun in uh, trial cities, including Atlanta, uh, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, New York, Phoenix, and uh, Seattle. But uh, those trial cities certainly will uh, increase in number as we move into next year. By 2021, T-Mobile is committed to having nationwide coverage for two-thirds of the United States population. And by 2025, the U.S. will have roughly 190 million 5G connections, which will represent approximately 50 percent of all U.S. connections. So um, that is clearly going to create an environment that will facilitate uh, the continued expansion of connected vehicles and the capabilities of those vehicles. This next question is is for both Reiner and, and Will. Could you talk about some of the US and EU companies leading the way with connected vehicles? Let me start with, with, with Europe here and bring in some examples with the, with the major car brands here. Let me start with BMW. BMW's connected drive is definitely one of the most advanced connected car services in the market. BMW Connected Drive keeps the driver and the vehicle connected with the outside world. Digital services, driver-focused technologies, assistance systems are giving more comfort, more entertainment, and more safety. Let me bring in the most striking recent example. An AI example brought to market by BMW uh, last fall with a new 3 Series. This is an infotainment system where drivers can initiate with a wake-up word, either say, hey, BMW, or customize it to, hey, Carl, and then interact via natural language. So just speaking as we are speaking, hey, drive me, please, to the next cinema. Where do I find the next gas station? So normal language dialogues, which are then answered, it continuously learns the needs of the driver and provides personalized recommendations. Uh, It will be in most of the BMW cars uh, as of now. So it's a major step ahead in my view. On the blockchain side, there specifically in China, BMW is collaborating with the Chinese startup VeChain for using blockchain to transfer information on services or repair history. So 
With VeChain, manipulations can be reduced and customer trust for used vehicles is going to be increased. The, the, the last one here is uh, like the other OEMs, like Audi, like Mercedes and Volkswagen, BMW is part of the Mobility Open Blockchain Initiative, Mobi, which is a global initiative on blockchain. So also at Audi, we find some, some new things going on. So the first one here is the 5G initiative where Audi in the, in the hometown of Ingolstadt, together with Deutsche Telekom, established a partnership for 5G. They want to develop use cases driven by 5G. On the Audi Connect solution, they have a focus on safety um, by, by minimizing driver distraction. So with Audi Connect, the car becomes part of a global network with personalized services. This is the Audi approach. And to give a third example of Mercedes, they are really in a range of innovative online services to, 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 to enhance the Mercedes-Benz experience. The, the Mercedes-Me world can be accessed via mobile, via tablet, tablet or, or still the PC. The third example from Mercedes, which impressed me, is the connected vehicle API with which Mercedes is opening their own world to developers so that they have access to telematics data and functions of the vehicle. For example, to the type of fuel, to the number of doors, tire pressure, and, and, and external developers can then support Mercedes. Yeah? And of course, this is excluding security relevant functions. But for me, it's an interesting example for opening beyond the own company frontiers and bringing in with this much more innovation. Ford has made a, uh, an early and very strong uh, commitment to connected vehicles and see uh, they see connected vehicles as absolutely critical to their uh, future success. Um, one of the first things that they did was to partner with Ericsson, Juniper, and Dell uh, to set up their own uh, 5G test network on their Dearborn, Michigan um, campus. And they're able to use that LTE 5G network uh, to uh, test various technologies, both in car and out of car, um, to begin to create more real world uh, examples. Um, they've also made a very significant commitment uh, to artificial intelligence uh, by um, funding and co-creating Argo AI, which is located in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, that is a dedicated autonomous driving company, um, which uh, Volkswagen has now co-invested uh, roughly $2.6 billion. Both OEMs are working in close collaboration, and uh, there are a number of universities, including Carnegie Mellon uh, and Georgia Tech, that are um, uh, supporting Argo AI as well. And I think that's an important lesson to take away as we look to how the OEMs uh, move forward, which is a high degree of collaboration and joint ventures will be required. There will be so many areas that will need to be explored and tested um, that the kind of partnership that uh, Volkswagen and Ford have with, with Argo AI, I think, um, represents uh, a model that we'll continue to see in a number of different instances with with multiple organizations. Tesla, uh, not surprisingly, um, having the benefit of, of uh, really creating a, 
a ground up automotive platform without any sort of the um, legacy challenges of having an existing product set um, are, are really committed to uh, leading in the connected car uh, experience. The uh, current Model S uh, infotainment system allows the user to monitor energy use, um, to control all of the regular functions such as climate, lights, and windows. Um, the system also includes a full web browser and navigation, uh, media, and, and voice-controlled phone. Um, the current software, which is version 10.0, is by far its largest update so far and provides new entertainment, gaming, um, music, and various convenience features. Um, but I think, uh, again, understanding the importance of artificial intelligence in the connected vehicle of the future, um, they've made an acquisition uh, of a company uh, called DeepScale that uses deep neural networks and other AI aspects to promote autonomous driving um, via much more effective understanding and calculation and application uh, of vehicle data. So this is a question for, for Will. Um, the highest investment for connected vehicle startups is currently in the US. Could you uh, tell us about you know, the particular startups that are, that are sort of on your radar at the moment? Uh, absolutely. There are, um, as you might imagine, a, a broad spectrum of startups, uh, large and small, that are either uh, directly going after this space or are working on technology that will help support the future of the connected vehicle ecosystem. Um, one very interesting uh, one is Affectiva, uh, which to date has received uh, just over $60 million in funding. Effectiva provides um, an AI in-cabin sensing system that perceives all things human happening inside the vehicle. So for OEMs, tier one suppliers, ride-sharing providers, and fleet management companies, um, they're using Effectiva's uh, patented technology to better understand both the driver's state and the passenger's state. And that's not just something being awake or, or being tired. It actually um, can measure moods. It has an amazing ability to determine at a, at a very detailed level what the current state is of the people within the cabin, which can not just help address critical safety concerns, but can also uh, enhance the overall in-cabin experience. After 2023, the US and EU will give way to the Chinese market as projected by the Connected Vehicle Trend Radar as revealing the highest potential. So what are the reasons for this amazing potential in, in China? Perhaps we can start with uh, Reiner. Thanks again, Kai. The reason is that the, the demand for connected vehicles already now is very high in China. And this comes clearer and clearer as time is proceeding. So that's where we're saying after 2023, Chinese market and in, in, in all terms of numbers is a dominating market around connected vehicles and around connected car services. Pretty pretty brief answer here, but this is what our statistics and our findings have brought out. Well, I think the overall um, unit sales projections for China versus uh, the rest of the world um, will continue to outpace. Um, what is happening in, in Europe and in the U.S. Um, in the U.S., we already have the highest rate of penetration at just over 30 percent. 
Um, so our, our compound growth rate, again, on a relative basis will be less. Um, but I also think that in China, there is uh, an overall openness and willingness to explore and embrace uh, these new technologies. And in fact, um, that openness is one of the things that, that, uh, that we uncovered in the research that we did for our trend report. Over the next few years, the, the global market is expected to grow very fast uh, with a compound annual growth rate for around 24% for quantity. And in 2023, there will be a 352.9 million connected vehicles. What can OEMs do to make sure they are at the front? So this is kind of summarizing our recommendations from the connected vehicle trend radar. It's about learning from China and accepting that China is not only the, the largest market for cars, but in the last years, it has changed the relevant as it is the most mobile market with probably the most demanding and most advanced consumers. So they already now have their highest growth rate for connected vehicle adoption, the largest number of digital customers and the highest level of innovation when you're looking at patents. And also they're the, the undisputed leader when it comes to artificial intelligence. Shanghai has become the AI capital of the world. So it's, it's not only the best place to develop connected services, but also to reflect what is working in China and how to transfer the meaning of it to Europe or to the Americas. First one. The second one is uh, OEMs need to create services that customers are going to use. Means need to create services that are relevant to the customer and that are adding value. For doing so, better use information about customer needs and preferences to identify the right offers. Yeah? Build them and then scale them up. It's, it's about the relevance for the consumer, for the driver or for the passenger which needs to be reflected. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, there will clearly be um, learning opportunities from what is happening in China. Uh, and no question, uh, understanding uh, the services that customers are looking for and, and are open to utilizing will be critical in driving product development in the future. Uh, I think it's, it's critical to note that collaboration is going to be absolutely essential uh, for success in the future. Traditional competitors are coming together to pool resources to ensure that they, um, uh, if you will, have placed many bets. They have many opportunities regardless of, of the, the direction. Um, they will be well positioned um, with partners at scale to, to move quickly and to take advantage as this uh, marketplace continues to develop. Uh, I think uh, everyone will find it quite amazing over the next five to 10 years how quickly things move. And for these larger companies that traditionally have not always been the fastest moving and have traditionally had a five-year product development cycle from initial concept to putting something in market. Um, this is going to require a, a different kind of approach. And again, I think that's why you've seen these very large companies that have traditionally 
not just been competitors, but, but been very aggressive competitors, are now coming together to ensure that they have the right core technology in place to succeed in the future and to deliver what the marketplace and what buyers and passengers are looking for. Excellent. Well, I think that's a great place to, to wrap up. Um, I, I've enjoyed myself very much and I hope our listeners have too. I encourage you all to check out uh, the Connected Vehicle Trend Radar full of insights on the future of connected vehicles. I'll thank my guests very much for, for joining us today. So thank you to Rainer Mill. Thanks, Carl. It's been a pleasure. And to uh, Will Pont. Thank you so much for, for joining us. Thank you, Carl. It's been a pleasure.